Welcome to His Story, where we tell the tales of God's faithful family throughout all generations. Jesus taught that those who do the will of God the Father are His brothers and sisters, and to those who received Him, He gives the right to be called children of God. This is our family. These are our stories. Today, I want to take you back to the beginning. Not to the beginning of all things, but to the beginning of the last things. It had been a few days since the disciples had watched Jesus go up and disappear into the clouds. They huddled together in a room in the place where they were staying to pray and wait. Jesus had told them to wait. They couldn't help but think that it seemed like just yesterday when all hope was lost as they watched their Messiah die upon a cross. That sadness turned to great joy at the report that he was indeed alive again after three days. As promised, Jesus rose from the dead and he spent the next 40 days appearing to them, eating with them, and teaching them about the kingdom of God. Go, make disciples, he told them. Baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teach them all that I've commanded you, but first you must wait. You will be given power from on high. Just wait. So there they were, waiting and praying. 120 of them had gathered together in a room on the day of Pentecost. People had traveled to Jerusalem from all the surrounding regions to celebrate the law which God had given to Moses. This day quickly became unlike any other day in which they had gathered to pray. What, or should I say who, they were waiting for was about to arrive. When the day of Pentecost had arrived, they were all together in one place. Suddenly, a sound, that of a violent rushing wind, came from heaven. It filled the whole house in which they were staying. And tongues, like flames of fire that were divided, appeared to them and rested on each one of them. Then they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in different languages as the Spirit gave them the ability for speech. There were Jews living in Jerusalem, devout men from every nation under heaven. When the sound occurred, a crowd came together and was confused because each one heard them speaking in his own language. And they were astounded and amazed, saying, Look, Aren't all these who are speaking Galileans? How is it that each of us can hear in our own native language? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, those who lived in Mesopotamia, in Judea and Cappadocia, Pontia and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and parts of Libya near Cyrene. Visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs, we hear them speaking the magnificent acts of God in our own languages. They were all astounded, 
They were perplexed, saying to one another, What could this be? Some of them sneered and said, They're just full of new wine. But Peter stood up with the eleven and raised his voice and proclaimed to them, Men of Judah and all you residents of Jerusalem, let me explain this to you and pay attention to my words. For these people are not drunk, as you suppose, since it's only nine in the morning. On the contrary, this is what was spoken through the prophet Joel. And it will be in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all humanity. And then your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. I will even pour out my spirit on my male and female slaves in those days and they will prophesy. I will display wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and a cloud of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the great and remarkable day of the Lord comes. Then everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Men of Israel, listen to these words. This Jesus, the Nazarene, was a man pointed to you by God with miracles, wonders, and signs that God did among you through him, just as you yourselves know. Though he was delivered up according to God's determined plan and foreknowledge, you used lawless people to nail him to a cross and to kill him. God raised him up, ending the pain of death, because it was not possible for him to be held by it. For David says of him, I saw the Lord ever before me, because he is at my right hand, I will not be shaken. Therefore my heart was glad, and my tongue rejoiced. Moreover, my flesh will rest in hope, because you will not leave me in Hades, or allow your Holy One to see decay. You have revealed the paths of life to me, and you will fill me with gladness in your presence. Brothers, I can confidently speak to you about the patriarch David. He is both dead and buried and in his tomb with us to this day. Since he was a prophet, he knew that God had sworn an oath to him to seat one of his descendants on the throne. Seeing this in advance, he spoke concerning the resurrection of the Messiah. He was not left in Hades, and his flesh did not experience decay. God has resurrected this Jesus. We are all witnesses of this. Therefore, since he has been exalted to the right hand of God and has received from the Father the promised Holy Spirit, he has poured out what both you see and hear. For it was not David who ascended into the heavens, but he himself says, The Lord declared to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. Therefore, all the house of Israel know with certainty that God has made Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Messiah. When they heard this, they came under deep conviction, and they said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Brothers, what must we do? 
Repent, Peter said to them, and be baptized, each of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For this promise is for you and your children, and all who are far off, as many as the Lord our God will call. And with many other words, he testified and strongly urged them, saying, Be saved from this corrupt generation. So those who accepted his message were baptized. And that day about 3,000 people were added to them. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayers. Then fear came over everyone. Many signs and wonders were being performed through the apostles. Now all the believers were together and they held in all things in common. They sold their possessions and their property, and they distributed to everyone as they had a need. Every day, they devoted themselves to meeting together in the temple complex, and they broke bread from house to house. They ate their food with a joyful and humble attitude, praising God and having favor with the people. And every day, the Lord added to them those who were being saved. This first story that I'm telling you is to connect you back to Jesus and the birth of his church. He is the focal point of the faith that had been handed down by God, first to the prophets, then to the apostles, and for the rest of time to his disciples. From these humble yet powerful beginnings, we can follow the building of God's kingdom as it invades every tribe, nation, and language of the earth, bringing together people in Christ to be a part of the family of God. These last 2,000 years have been filled with adventure, triumph, and at times, tragedy. Join along with me as I tell you about some of our brothers and sisters throughout the ages who loved and served Jesus just like you and me. This is our family, and these are our stories. Well, hey guys, this is Adam, and it's been great being with you today. You can always reach out to me Podcast at gmail.com and catch me on the Shine As Lights Kids Cast and Shine As Lights Podcast. Thanks again.